<laughs> Welcome back to the Focus Fight Finish Podcast. This is going to be a different type of episode, but I am very excited about it. Okay, we've got some announcements. I'm going to be answering your questions. There were a lot of questions that came in over the past few weeks. Okay, might have something to do with having interviews with people like the makes of Danny Mabley and Obese to Beast. But I've gotten a lot more questions than normal, and I, I it's not enough to like tack on to the end of that episode. So I'm going to do a full length Q and A. I'm going to be answering your weight loss questions, answering questions about my life, what's going on. I've got certain things in the works that I'm going to be hinting about. It's very secret agent of me <laughs> um, uh, first of all we've got to start i got to start I, I have a huge announcement okay i have a huge huge announcement i received a delivery from liquid death yes yes the liquid death they took time out of making the best super bowl commercial of the year to send your boy a little care package uh they sent me a shirt which is adorable look at how cute that guy is huh Look at how cute that little, look at how cute that little face of death is right there, you know. Uh, and they sent they sent me a hat. What? What? Let's put this hat on real quick, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Your boys, your boys looking, your boys looking branded out right now. You know what would polish this off perfectly is a nice ice cold tall boy. Of liquid death and we've got some son we got some they sent me three cases i was getting all these boxes delivered they all came in like different boxes i was getting these boxes delivered i'm like what is going on i didn't order anything and then i opened it up and boom little care package from liquid death i cannot believe it i'm very thankful uh let's go ahead and crack into death <laughs> they didn't tell me to say any of this they just sent it because they're dope um, so I'm just, you know, this is all just off the, off the old dome, but yeah, this is the mango chainsaw. I have never tried this before. I've only had their mountain spring water. So very excited about this. Let's give it a taste. Cracking to death. Is there anything better than that sound? Okay, here we go. This is the official taste test of liquid death. I cannot say it without wanting to do that. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just say a oh, liquid death. What are you having for lunch? Um, just liquid death. No. No. You got liquid death. All right, here we go. Mango chainsaw. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, brother. Uh, it's so good. Holy cow. Thank you so much, Liquid Death. I appreciate you so much. Liquid Death. So, yeah, I got uh, I got a lot of questions. I pulled some from Instagram, some from YouTube, and uh, I just thought it would be like a fun episode where we're just like hanging out and I'm, and I'm answering directly the question that you might have, if whether it's about weight loss, whether it's about my life, whatever. I just thought uh, we'll do one of these episodes. Um, I do have a lot to talk about. I've got some other guests coming on that should be pretty fun and entertaining and knowledgeable. Uh, you know, obviously... The podcast is always going to skew towards weight loss and self-development and, you know, the pursuit of your best self, that type of stuff. But, um, 
you know, we're going to have some good guests on, and I think uh, I think you'll enjoy them. All right. First question is from Maryam. Do you have a current weight goal? Uh, I do not. So my philosophy as far as weight goals go, I think they're important to start with, and, and maybe, you know, maybe that, like, everyone's different. I happen to think, and, and I've changed this in, you know, in just, like, recently, I... I I think if you go back to my older stuff, you could see that I've definitely changed the way I thought about this. But now I think if you are only focused on a number, that can be a very unhealthy thing because the number on the scale is not a a, a true representation of your fitness capabilities and of your health. Just because the number says a certain thing does not mean that you are healthy, does not mean that you are physically capable, does not mean, like, it just, it's just a number. And there's a lot of unhealthy ways that you can attain that number if that's something that, like, that's the most important thing. I just don't think it is anymore, and I and I used to think otherwise, but you know, recently it's it's changed. As as my weight has come down, I've seen like I feel different at this weight. I feel different at that weight. I get my body indexed, and it's like oh, my BMI is like either off the charts still or or whatever it is. It's like all these different scales and numbers and everything. It's just I don't know. I don't think it's the best use for. Uh, you know, your main fitness goal. For me, my fitness goals are tied to physical capabilities. Can I run a marathon right now? I cannot run a marathon right now, mainly because my foot is injured, but I still, I, I can't physically run a marathon like I did last year. So I'm not in the best shape that I could be. And that's where I'm working towards. That's, that's like, you know, one of my goals is to be able to finish a marathon. And another one is to finish an Ironman. So it's like, I'm going to have to lose a significant amount of weight to get to that point but it's not like oh I can run an Ironman when I hit 250 pounds or 200 pounds or whatever it is if that's just a number it doesn't mean anything right like you can't put too much stock in the scale the scale lies and the scale does not tell the full story so just keep that in mind when you're trying to set your weight loss goals, especially in the beginning. I think it's a it's a good idea to have a general rule, right? Like if you're okay, so like when I started I was 406 pounds. Obviously, I didn't want to be in the 400s anymore. I didn't want to be in the 300s anymore. So I had a a roundabout goal of being out of the 300s. That was a big deal for me. So you could say it was kind of tied to a number, but it was more so just like in general. And I think that that's fine. But when you're like doing anything and everything you can until that scale says a certain number, I don't think that that's healthy and I don't think that's a good idea. This next one is from Cordell Valdez. What is your plan if you are not able to do the half marathon? I I mean, let's be realistic here. (laughs) Like, I'm never going to run injured again. I ran my marathon injured, and I do not recommend doing that. Sure, it made for, like, you know, a cool documentary, but I would never do that again. It, like, it took me so long to recover from that. Uh, my foot is still obviously messed up. It was my left foot, and my still, my, it's still messed up. So I'm not going to run injured. And it is March, What what's the day today? March 19th or something? So uh, it's not the 19th, is it? What's the day? 
the 23rd. Oh, wow. Very off. Almost a week. Uh, so today's the 23rd of March, and my half marathon is scheduled May 1st. And I haven't ran in three weeks because of this foot. And my doctor's appointment with just my general doctor is not until next week. And I'm only going to that appointment just so I can get uh, referred to a specialist, my podiatrist. And so who knows how long it's going to be before I can get in to see my podiatrist. So realistically, I'm probably not going to do the half marathon, which sucks. Because there is nothing, no part of fitness that I enjoy more than running. Running is like, it's it's an incredible feeling. And unless you do it long enough to where you can see how beneficial it is for the mind, that's when you fall in love with it. Because I hated running in the beginning. I hated it. And now I just, uh, I can't do it. I can't do it. My foot, I can't even walk very far without my foot hurting. So, um, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Oh, my dogs want to come inside. So it has required some adaptation. It has required some like quick thinking, like, what am I going to do? I'm not just going to like mope around and not do anything. Um, I, I have new goals and new aspirations. And right now I'm doing a strength training program by my buddy, Sam. Um, he's helping me out. I'm going to link his YouTube channel below. He's uh, a professional bodybuilder and his plan has been great. It's been kicking my ass and, uh, yeah, so it's just, you know, it sucks. And there was a, uh, like, I, I went through a little bit of a, a few rough days. I think I documented that pretty well on here and on my Instagram. I went through some rough days where I was just feeling super down about it and just feeling like, man, my body is broken down again. Am I ever going to be able to run another marathon? Am I ever going to be able to, do the, th the type of endurance things that I want to do because that's what I really love. I really, really love where you go mentally when you're pushing through barriers during an endurance event like a marathon. And uh, yeah, I don't know when I'm going to be back there in that mental state. But, you know, we're just going to keep trying. We're going to keep pushing. And I, I'm not going to do anything to, um, you know, I basically feel like I have nothing to prove. Like, there's going to be some people out there that are going to be like, oh, come on, bro. Just push through. Get it done. You did it before. You can do it again. I don't want to do it again. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to push through. I It wasn't like that sucked to run injured. I don't I have nothing to prove. I don't care. Uh, and I'm not going to do it just to like prove a point or something like that's not what I'm going to do. I want to do things. They're going to be, uh, you know, healthy long-term and trying to run another endurance race injured is not the smart thing to do. And it's not what I would recommend someone do. So I'm not going to do that myself. Pride is telling me to just try to do it. And I could do it physically. I feel like I could go run a half marathon today, uh, cardio wise, but obviously with my foot, it's just going to be such a huge, huge pain literally. And I'm just not going to put myself through that again. It is what it is. It sucks. But in my mind, I've already moved past it. I'm excited about strength training. I'm excited because I suck at strength training. I'm looking up uh, videos on all the movements because I don't even know what half of these things were. I was like, what is a hack squat? 
I, like putting a bar, like I don't even have the mobility to put a bar on my back like that. So I am learning a lot and it's very exciting when you're learning something new, when you suck at something. I do enjoy that. So I'm having a good time with the weightlifting, but uh, you know, it sucks not being able to run. I'll leave it at that. All right, next question. Lost him here. But, you know, just to like circle back on that, it's like a lot of people are going to, you know, people are going to pressure you to just like be mentally tough. You know, that whole thing. It's just not it's just not worth it for me. It's not worth it. I'm not I'm not like breaking a world record at this race. You know, I don't have the championship on the line or something. This is just a run that I wanted to do to get back into it. And now I'm injured, so I just can't do it. And it's as simple as that. Okay. So last week during the obese to beast episode, a lot of people watched that episode. Very exciting. Um, the secret familiar phrase was it's not even funny. And uh, so uh, we're, we're going to be hearing a lot of it's not even funnies. And if you don't know what the secret familiar phrase is, if this is your first podcast or uh, you've listened to some podcasts, but maybe you haven't listened to them all the way through then you're not. You know, you're just not there yet. You're going to have to understand that you got to you got to listen to these things all the way through, my baby. You know what I mean? We give out secret phrases so that way when I go into the comments, I whoa, my light just freaked out on me right now. Did you see that? That was very weird. <laughs> when I go into the comments, I can see who's really about it and who is uh, making it all the way to the end. So that's what the secret familiar phrase is. It's not even funny how in 2017, oh, this is from Kendall Krebs. It's not even funny how in, um, okay, my light's just doing that now, huh? Getting pissed. Are you seeing this? Just like, it was like, hey, everything's fine. <laughs> like, I sound like Tim the Toolman Taylor. Uh? Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Hey, man, just work. Do you know what I mean? Why don't when things, when you buy something and you plug it in and you turn it on, it should just work. And now it's flickering. Okay. <laughs> Hold, please. Switching lights. And we're back. <laughs> that took a lot longer than I thought, but here we are. Anyway, uh, there was a huge jump in the tape. All right, we the, the things have already happened in the in that jump, but uh, it is what it is. We keep moving forward. Uh, this one is from Kendall Krebs. Let's try this again, Kendall. It's not even funny how in 2017 I was out here buying booty creams because influencers promised it would take away my cellulite, and all it did was take away my money. Um, so if you missed last week's episode. My 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 question was, what is your biggest issue with fitness influencers, with the fitness industry? And the, the secret phrase was, isn't it fun? Uh, it, it's and the secret phrase was, it's not even funny. That's what I was trying to say. Listen, Kendall, uh, I am sorry. I am so sorry that they had you. They had you at booty creams. They had everybody. Cellulite was a big thing, man. Everyone was like, no, you can get rid of it. It's not natural. Don't worry about it. 
It's not like every single person has cellulite. You know what I mean? It's like the fitness industry will do whatever it takes to pry on the audience that will believe them the most. And it's typically overweight. An overweight audience will believe anything. Because I know I did, okay? And maybe I'm not speaking fairly. I'm speaking in very general terms here. But when you're overweight, I remember feeling this way. When I was overweight, I had tried and tried and tried and failed and failed and failed to lose weight. And then it's like I would I would see a commercial for something, some supplement or some pill, you know, the magic bullet, the, 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 the easy way, quote unquote. I, I could just buy the weight away. Do you know what I mean? That is what people would try to sell me. They would sell me the idea that I could buy the weight away. It's all good. Give us your money and we'll take your fat. It's all good. And that's not how it works. But the fitness industry will tell you that's how it works. They were crazy back in the day. I feel like it's getting better now, but there are still... There are still those snake oil salesmen out there that will try to get you to buy something that is bullshit and that is just going to take your money like cellulite and booty cream, okay? <laughs> uh, it's sad. It's sad. It sucks, and uh, it's but it's, it's a fact. Like, they are out there, okay? They are freaking out there. All right, just had to change it again. Uh, I'm just, you know, the lights... The lights this episode, if you're watching the video podcast, it's like it's like going from night to day for you guys. And I very much apologize, uh, but it is what it is. We're going to keep moving forward. All right. This next question is from Clive Jones. Hi, Tony. It's not even funny. Influencers seem to be carbon copies of each other. They seem to always have exotic locations, perfect bodies. We need more real people who are naturally beautiful with real advice. Peace out. From Clive in Wales. Hello, hello. <laughs> Clive, my man. Thank you for writing in. <sighs> Liquid death. Okay, I can't even do it. My throat hurts so bad now. Literally, my throat is killing me. And it's a real dumb thing to hurt your throat while you're doing a podcast that requires you to speak. Okay? That's stupid. Clive. Absolutely, dude. Carbon copies of each other is the perfect way to put so many influencers out there. And this extends well past the fitness industry, but I feel this to my core. There are so many carbon copy influencers out there that are just posting their teal and orange images and trying to get you to buy their thing. It's just like, it's gross, man. It's gross. And I feel like Five or six years ago on Instagram, it was rampant, and you could not get away from it, okay? But now, I feel like, especially with the with the invention and the firestorm that is TikTok, that has gone away a little bit, because on TikTok, people just keep it real. We're not doing all the, the, the shenanigans and the smoke and mirrors of, like, trying to present ourselves as the perfect person and we have the perfect life. We are in our bathrobes telling it like it is on TikTok most of the time. Those fake influencers are still there. But I, I feel like if you're a fake influencer, you're just a fake person. So it, it, it extends further than just... Uh, 
who you are online. It's who you are at the grocery store. It's who you are at work. It's like, that's who you are. So you're just going to be fake. So you just, that's, that's you. Okay. Um, but I, yeah, I, so I feel like it's getting better. They're definitely still influencers out there that are copy, carbon copying each other. Um, yeah, that is such a good way to put it. Uh, that is something that I've always tried to never present and I, you know, I'm not going to go down a whole rabbit hole of it, but like I've, I've never tried to present that I have had the perfect weight loss journey. I started my weight loss journey and then I drop weight, drop weight, drop weight, drop weight. And now I'm so happy. Yay. No, there's been ups and downs and I've documented all of it. And I think that that's so important for people to see the vulnerability for people to see that you're not happy every day. You know, I, I've talked about it with obese to beast. I talked about it with Danny. Like, we are real people, and we have good days and we have bad days. I sometimes have a bad day, and I talk about it. I talk about it on Instagram. I talk about it here, and that's okay because I think when you do it the other way, when you present perfectionism, you promote perfectionism, and the other people that are watching your journey, that are being inspired by your journey then put that perfectionism on themselves and wonder why they're not perfect and why they are struggling and why they are having a bad day. Tony doesn't have a bad day. Why am I having a bad day? Tony never gains weight. Why am I gaining weight? There's something wrong with me and not this is just part of the process and I'm a human being. So that's why it's so important for me to share that kind of stuff because, man, it's like, you don't have to be an influencer to be influential, whether you're talking to someone at Subway or where you're talking to your coworker, like you have influence on other people's lives. And so if you're not keeping it real, uh, you know, then you're just presenting this fake reality and that's dangerous because it affects people and you have influence, whether you think you do or not, you have influence and you have to be careful with that influence. And I take that very seriously. Aries shrinks. It's not even funny. Some influencers have never had to battle weight issues, but they feed people this story or picture that hard work and calorie counting is all it takes. No, man, you have fantastic genetics and doing workouts and eating normal allows you to tone up what you already have. Unfortunately, most of us have to unlearn lifelong habits, have to uh, sort through deep mental struggles and beliefs, and have to give it it all. And will likely never reach their level of peak condition, which is why I share everything I can about my journey, the ups and downs, the mental aspects, the physical ones, and the, and hope to connect to people on a real, relatable level, much like yourself. Thanks for doing what you do. Helps me know I'm not doing what I do for nothing. Um, Aries, thank you so much. It, that is literally exactly what I was talking about, like... If we just talk about weight loss right now for a second, I've the only trainers that I have had in my life have never been obese themselves. The nutrition dietitian, all the nutritionists that I've had in my life have never been obese themselves. And it is very hard to explain to people who have always been fit, who have always looked fit socially wise on like a social level in a in a crowded room and you point them out and you look at them and you say describe that person what is their body type athletic right okay that's what all my trainers have been if you were to point at my body type and like what is his body type you would say overweight 
or obese. Most of my life, that body type has been an obese body type. I'm a big boy (laughs) Uh, and have been. And it's very hard to connect to people or have people explain to you why you should do this thing and why it's easy because it's easy for them as they've never been in your body. It is very difficult to be on the receiving end of that. It's very difficult to hear, oh, all you have to do is count calories and that's it. And it's, uh, it's very, it's very easy. Um, you know, obese to beast talks about this a lot. I like literally just this morning, watched his video that he posted where he's talking about the difference between simple and easy. Losing weight is simple. It is simple. It is very, very simple. You burn more than you consume. And most of the time, I mean, there are some extenuating circumstances and everybody is different, but most of the time, if you eat less than you burn, you're going to lose weight. Now that is the very, that is the simple part. But doing that is not easy. Doing that is so hard. It is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. It is the simplest thing I've ever had to do and the hardest thing I've ever had to do. And especially when you have a trainer who's never been there telling you it's sim- It's not only is it simple, but it's easy. That is very frustrating and it's very hard to hear that. And so if you're a trainer out there, understanding that you are, when you're helping your your obese clients, you are coming from a disadvantage. You are. Because that client sees you in this light, whether that's true or not, or whether you, you know, understand where they're coming from or not. It's hard to understand the feeling that you get when you walk into a room and you feel the eyes come on you and you know you're the biggest person in that room. There is not a book that you could read or a social post you could read that will make you understand how that feels. And so if you're a trainer coming to, uh, you know, trying to train someone who's obese, you're just going to have to accept that you're never going to understand what that's like. It doesn't mean that you can't help them, but you have to know that the person that that you're helping is coming from a background that you don't understand and you never will. And it's not easy. It may be simple and easy to you, but it is not easy and simple to them. Uh, And it was not easy for for me. It's been, I mean, and it continues, it continues to not be easy for me. So uh, yeah, Aries, I completely agree. There's too many influencers out there saying it's not only simple, but that it's easy. And it's just not, it's just not. This question is from Mary Ann on YouTube. It's not a question, but it's a comment. And I wanted to talk about this because I got a few comments like this. And um, it's a little frustrating for me to get a comment like this, but here we go. I'm going to try to just keep it nice and calm. I'm not going to turn into crazy, Tony. I'm going to keep it nice and calm and civil. (coughs) Mary Ann, not a very genuine guest to bring on your podcast. Used to be a fan of this guy, but not anymore. He even said at an hour and 13 minutes, I'm pushing myself to do something I really don't want to do. He ran out of content, so now he has to do something disingenuous to make a living, which is talk slash make drama about others, even though he doesn't like to do it. Why would he do something that he later struggles mentally with? Really sad. I see a mental breakdown coming for him later, but whatever. He's fake. 
Try to be civil, Tony. Try to be civil. Listen, back in the day in my 20s, I used to be a real hothead, okay? I used to say some crazy things because uh, I was an angry person. But now it's all peace, love, and Buddha, baby. <laughs> so Mary Ann, um, taking that peace, love, and Buddha, let's just set him to the side and let me talk to you. I'm going to talk to you as if I'm talking directly to you, as if we're sitting in a room. Maryam, you don't know him, okay? And um, what, first of all, you don't know him, and uh, I disagree completely <laughs> with your comment. Uh, not a very genuine guest to bring on your podcast. I've spoken to John a lot. I've talked to him in person. We've talked in person when I met we talked for hours at one point in his garage, just sitting down, chatting, shooting shit. Uh, I've spoken to the man face to face. I'm a very, I feel like a pretty good judge of character. And to say he's not genuine, I think you're completely out of pocket. Uh, John has been there and has helped me more than you know and more than I've talked about. He sent me messages when I've been struggling. He sent me advice when I've been struggling. Just little things that maybe even to him, he maybe even doesn't remember because he probably does this a lot. Uh, and things that he didn't have to do that have helped me tremendously. So I disagree. It is a very good guest for me to bring on. It's someone that I look up to and someone that has helped me tremendously. So that's the first point that I disagree with you on. He's fake. He's not fake. <laughs> like, that's crazy. I, I don't know uh, where you get off saying something like that. Um, I, like, what what evidence do you have of him being fake? The fact that he said that he doesn't like to do this and then he does it, that's not fake. What you're, not, what you're misunderstanding is it is a burden to do what he does, but what he does is important. He's not just out here starting drama for no reason. He is out there hunting people down who are spreading lies and bullshit about fitness and health products and the ways that they lost weight and trying to sell you, you know, fit teas. He's out there. He, I'm not doing that. I'm not trying to start beef with anybody because they're selling a, hot, a, a, a fit tea. I'm just like, ah, oh, whatever. It's not for me. He is literally out there calling people out because he has the platform to do it. Okay. Do you understand? <laughs> okay. Calm down. Calm down, Tony. Do you understand the living this dude could make off of the size of his audience if he started to actually be a genuine person or to, to be a disingenuous person or to actually be a fake person. He could just start hawking things left and right. He could be selling you all kinds of bullshit and making so much money. He'd have to get a freaking snow shovel to plow it into his garage because he could make that much money by trying to sell fake stuff and be disingenuous. Do you understand what I'm saying? He is the most real person out there because he's not protecting his audience. He's he is like brands are afraid of of a person like that because he just says some wild shit sometimes and if he sees someone selling bullshit online, he will go after them and he'll post it. 
and he'll because it is a warning. He is like the freaking warning label on a on an explicit album where you're like, listen, don't buy this Fit Body tea from this person. Excuse me, the bubbles from Liquid Death are coming up. I'm also getting frustrated. If he sees an influencer um, who is selling, and he's done this so many times, if he sees an influencer who is selling programs that aren't good, if I were to see this, okay, and I were to see a, a, an influencer friend of mine or an influencer that I know of selling, uh, you know, weight loss programs that I thought weren't good, I don't know that I could call them out by name and post a, post their 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 face in my thumbnail and be like, hey, this person, Sally May, is selling people bullshit and you need to know about it and here's why. Do you understand the risk that he takes when this is his full-time job? Do, can you can you appreciate the fact that the the way that influencers make the most amount of money is through working with brands and that the type of content he makes doesn't specifically lend itself very well to working with brands. So he is limiting his financial resources so much by what he's doing, but it's important to him to do it. So he has to do it. That's what he means when he's like, oh man, I, I don't want to, but I have to. It's like, he's, it, it's, it's like the, somebody's got to do it mentality. Like, do you like, see with him, he would just start going on. You know what I mean? He just like, boom, I'm gonna hit you with the real stuff. I'm trying to be calm, cool, collect. I'm a dad now. You know what I mean? So I'm like, taper, taper, taper. He's not real. Disingenuine? No, no. And I and I'm sure you're a great person, Maryam. I'm sure you are. And you're entitled to your opinion. I just think it's completely baseless and very, very wrong. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. He's a good guy. He's and you know he's a good guy. And like I said, fake is not a single like that is not a word I would use to describe John Glad. Okay. And I like listen. I don't need to be here polishing him off for this. I could have skipped this question completely. He can't like there's like we've already done the podcast together. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing that I benefit from by like standing up for him. Like he's already done the podcast, so it's like. It is what it is. Whether he comes on again or not, like it doesn't really matter. I'm just saying this because this is how I really feel. And it just, you know, that kind of stuff bothers me. And, and you're not the only one. I got a lot of comments like this because he has a massive audience and a lot like, you know, he's polarizing because he goes after people. And sometimes people don't like that. But what he's doing is important. I wish I could do what he does. <sighs> Okay. All right. I'm going to calm down. I'm going to calm down. Maryam, listen, if you're still here after that lashing, I love you. And I know you are entitled to your opinion. And I'm sorry I disagree with you. But like I said, I definitely disagree with you. And I would try to reassess your evaluation of him and look at his content through that lens. If that makes sense. If not... Comment, comment away. Let me know why you think I'm wrong still. I really, absolutely am interested to know. After you've heard my side of, of, of your opinion, I would like to know what you think. So please don't just, you know, go away. I mean, you can unsubscribe if you'd like, but I would really like to know what you think after I say that. Okay. 
Anyway, moving on to hopefully something more positive. <laughs> um, okay. This question is from Jessica Sellenberg. Because of the injury, which sucks, I'm sorry, my foot, are you no longer doing the half marathon? If so, did you find it difficult to mentally uh, to transition from that goal to something else? I was training for a full marathon in 2020, and when it was canceled, along with my vacation, another, another source of motivation for getting in shape, um, I sort of spiraled, and I'm still dealing with the consequences. It can be difficult to shift your mindset when you've been working really hard towards something for a while and just curious how you dealt with that. So I talked a little bit about this uh, earlier, Jessica. Thank you for your question. Um, it was difficult for like a week. It was really difficult because I was just getting down on myself and I was thinking things like, uh, what were you doing running? You're too fat to run. Your fat body shouldn't be running anyway. You know, that kind of thing. I, I was having those thoughts which are really mean thoughts to have about yourself. But those are the kind of thoughts I was having. And those are the kind of thoughts I typically have about myself. It sucks. Still working on it. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, it was hard for me to transition through that. Uh, you know, anytime you set a goal, especially publicly like I have, you, in the back of your mind, I feel like people expect me to hit that goal. And if you don't hit that goal, no matter the excuse, you are a failure. And I don't want to be a failure. I want to promote, out here I want to be promoting the idea of setting things and going out, working hard for them and achieving them. So the fact that I'm not going to achieve this half marathon, most likely, is very unfortunate and and I had like was having anxiety about it thinking like oh everyone's gonna hate me I'm gonna be labeled as fake and disingenuine <laughs> you know uh, um uh I'm over here just saying fake stuff about wanting to do a half marathon and now I'm not gonna do one it sucked and it was hard but in the back of my mind I I, I had to come to terms with it with the with the idea that there is nothing on the line for this. Like I, I'm not going to push myself to a point where I permanently injure my foot or where I take myself out even longer from running because running is my my passion. Like I want to run ultra marathons, and I'm not going to get to that goal sooner if I run this half marathon on a hurt foot. Does that make sense? So that's kind of the the mentality that I that I've taken with it. My main goal is to do Ironmans and to do ultra marathons. That's the big, big goal. Does me running this half marathon uh, hurt, help or hinder that ultimate goal? It hinders it completely because I'm already injured. And if I run a half marathon injured, let me tell you, it's going to be Christmas before I'm running again, maybe. Do you know what I mean? So... That's the way I've done, that's the way I've come to terms with it, and that's just what I've, uh, the way I feel about it, so uh, hopefully that helps you, Jessica, I'm really sorry that that is happening, uh, and that, that you got injured, but um, yeah, set a new goal, transition, find something that you can do, even through your injury, and do that instead, for me, it's gain strength, because I'm not pounding on my foot, I can squat, I can lunge, I can do all the things that, you know, I still enjoy, not anywhere near running you know I thought about that today as I was leaving the gym today I did a, a long strength workout and I was just like that was great and it felt good to to feel strong 
But there's nothing like finishing a six-mile run or an eight-mile run early in the morning, crisp morning air. You're the only one out there on a trail, and you finish a run. Watching the sunrise finishing a run? Are you kidding me? There's literally no better feeling than that. So it sucks to not have that right now, but uh, it's not like I'm never going to have that again. So it just has to wait a little bit. This question is from uh, Hennessy Samuels. Hennessy, hey, I got a shout out. Hennessy, with a name like Hennessy Samuels, you shouldn't only have a shout out. You should have your own line of alcoholic beverage, obviously. I mean, Hennessy and Samuels. Are you kidding me? (laughs) If you don't have some type of like Southern bourbon, what are you doing? What are you doing? What is your job, Hennessy Samuels? I have to know. I have to know what your job is, Hennessy Samuels. And if you don't tell me you own a distillery in the middle of the South and you put out the greatest spiced bourbon, then what are you doing, Hennessy Samuels? Okay? <laughs> uh, I was not expecting that at all. Making yourself a priority uh, it is a true statement. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> making, yourself as a, uh, making yourself a priority is a true statement. And ever since I have been doing it, I've started seeing results. I do have a question. Uh, I see that you do cardio and strength training. Do you focus on one more than the other, or do you try to split them evenly? I started to add strength training in my workouts this time around and haven't done as much cardio as I normally would, and I notice more muscle than weight loss. I would absolutely recommend if your entire goal is to lose fat, to lose, uh, to, to, to lose that fat, then do strength training. This, this goes back to the question of the number on the scale. The number on the scale doesn't matter. Like what, what is your body fat percentage? You know what I mean? Like how do you feel physically? And, and that's the stuff that I'm more concerned with. So like for me, the number on the scale didn't matter. I wanted to build up some strength and yeah, you might be putting on some muscle. So maybe you'll see that scale even go up. But what that means is that your fat's lowering and you're putting on more muscle, in my opinion, that's a good thing. So, you know, if you're, if your main goal is fat loss, I highly recommend focusing, putting an emphasis on strength training, but don't just throw that cardio away. The cardio is so important to your heart health. And, uh, I think cardio is important for your mental health as well. It's just, Oh man, there's something I just could, you know, romanticize running here all day long, but I do love it. Uh, so yeah, Sam, uh, Hennessy Samuels, hopefully, uh, hopefully that helps. I, I don't think that you're doing anything bad in the beginning. I focused on cardio first and I think I should have had it switched. So I think you're doing the right thing. Uh, and that opinion is coming from a non-professional, not certified in anything, in anything. So take it for what it's worth. But I think you're doing the right thing. Keep going. And uh, no matter what you do, just don't quit. Just keep showing up. And open that damn open that damn distillery. I'm not even kidding. And if I don't get a bottle sent to me, ooh. Ooh. Why, why did I sound like a, a villain from the 1950s? Ooh. Foiled again. Okay, getting weird. (laughs) Okay, this question is from Marilyn Price. I am where you were in the beginning. I have a food addiction. It brings me joy when I am down about something. I just lost my mom six months ago and was in a verbally abusive marriage a few years ago. 
Not trying to make excuses, but I've always put others before myself. Never take the time to make my, make me feel better about myself. When you first started running, did your knees hurt? I'm 50 and I want to start strong and see results to keep me going. Marilyn Price. First of all, I'm very, I, I'm, I, you know, my condolences to you, to you and your family and the loss of your mom. That is never an easy thing to go through, the loss of a family member. Um, I can't imagine how hard that is. What I'm pulling away from this is I am so inspired by your story. I don't know all of it, but the fact that you've, you're obviously a survivor. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you're pushing through losing your mother, you're pushing through an abusive marriage. And now at 50 years old, you're deciding, no, I'm not just going to turn in the towel. I'm not going to just like roll over and just accept that this life, the way that my situation is right now, that's just the way it is. You're not doing that. You're on YouTube. You're looking up things. You're, you're looking up videos. You're trying to make a plan. That shit is, is so inspiring to me. I'm 34 and I hope by the time I'm 50, I still have that fire and I'm still working towards it. You know, I, I believe I will, but seeing and hearing stories like that is so inspiring for me and so helpful for me to remember like this, this journey doesn't start and stop in your twenties. It doesn't start and stop in your thirties. It is lifelong, right? And don't get it twisted. 50 is the new 35. You know what I mean? Let's be real. <laughs> so you got a lot of life to live. And, uh, and that's exciting. I, I think, uh, life is, is very incredible that way. And it's, it's kind of, um, perfectly bookended by the loss of your mother because I, I have a, I have a different relationship with death. Um, I expect it and I accept it. I've accepted that I am going to die. I've accepted that everyone that I care about is going to die. And because of that fact, it puts so much more importance and beauty into right now, into today. It puts so much more importance into living a full life every single day and not wasting any time because this time that we have is not permanent. And so for you, my advice is to remember that obviously, you know, going through what you're going through, you don't need to you don't need me telling you about the impermanence of life, but I think it's important to remember that and to keep that at the forefront of your mind. And I don't think, you know, just jumping into running and if, if you already have bad knees, I wouldn't run. Um, coming from someone with two bad knees, I would not run right now. I would definitely build into it. And the way you build into it, find a pool, go swimming every day, go for walks every day, get on an elliptical. The elliptical was my savior in the beginning of this journey. I only did the elliptical in the beginning of this journey. Like literally that is it. I would show up to the gym. I'd go into the sauna. I'd get on the elliptical. I'd turn on YouTube, watch a video, watch Nick Bear, <laughs> watch watch whatever forever, uh, forever. I'd watch it for like an hour just being on the elliptical. 
And then I would progress on the elliptical. You know, I'd, I'd raise it up. I'd amplify the friction, the intensity of it. And then I would like slowly start to be like, oh, wow, I am like maxing out this elliptical right now and doing it well. I can do something else now. So I would say don't start too fast. Don't feel like you need to go head first into this because the if you, when you do that, that's when you get injured and that's when you give up. Because if you get injured right in the beginning, it is way too easy to fall back into those old habits. <laughs> save your injuries for later down the line like I have. <laughs> um, you know, Save those injuries for later down the line when you do something stupid in the gym and, and you didn't, weren't paying attention or whatever. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm kidding, obviously. Hopefully you never get injured. But if you know you already have bad knees, please don't just jump into this. Take it easy, take it slow, but definitely still take action. I hate when people think it's like a bad thing to take it slow. It doesn't matter if you're taking it slow as long as you're still taking action. If that action is walking around the block one time, that is action. Don't think it's a bad thing. That is not a bad thing. Take it slow, but take action. And again... Marilyn Price, I am so sorry for your loss. Please reach out to me on Instagram if you need any help. It's a little hard for me to like go into the comments and like answer questions in the comments on YouTube, but if you send me a DM on Instagram, I save those notifications and I will get back to you. It's usually not the same day, but I absolutely will get back to you. So please, if you need anything, any help or advice or whatever, just send me a DM on Instagram, Focus Fight Finish, and I will respond and help you any way that I can. And again, I am so inspired by you. 50 years old and still want to get after it. Hell yeah. I love that. I love that. All right, listen. I think this is a good place to end it. <laughs> listen, I did not anticipate to get that spicy. I knew I knew I was spicy when I first read that comment earlier, but um I didn't think I was going to get that spicy. Uh, I apologize if that came on too strong. It is how I feel. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I think, uh, but I think overall the message stands, you know, we're, we're all just out here. Anyone that I affiliate, affiliate myself with, I take, uh, what am I trying to say here? <laughs> I take the people that I consider friends and that I talk about as being a part of my friend group. I take that very seriously because I feel like I have put my name on you. I've put my stamp of uh, my stamp of approval on you. And it doesn't matter audience size and like, oh, he's got these many followers or that many followers. I don't care about all that. Okay? I'm too old for that shit. <laughs> I don't care. I have a job that I love. I'm not trying to do this full time. I don't want to do this full time. I love my job. So I'm not trying to be a full-time influencer out here. So this the whole goal here is to promote happy and healthy weight loss, to promote longevity, to promote the pursuit of greatness. And to be truly great, you have to be a great person. And I'm only going to affiliate myself with people that I think are great people. So when I when I when I got, you know, super heated earlier uh, a few episodes ago about um, someone, you know, that I knew that I was affiliated with that I'd put my stamp of approval on when I saw them taking videos of someone at the gym and making fun of them. Oh, is stamp revoked. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you're not on my team anymore. Uh, it's just, it's just that simple. I can't have that because 
that is the kind of thing that ruins reputation and ruins trust. And I, I take, I, I cannot tell you this seriously enough, how much I take the trust that you have in, in taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast or to watch my videos. I take that shit so seriously because I know when I was starting my journey, how much trust I put into the people that I was watching. And not all the people that I was watching back then were good people. And I had to find that out the hard way along the way. But, you know, when you have the James Lawrence's, the Iron Cowboys, the obese to beasts, the Nick Bears of the world that I put a lot of stake and trust into in the beginning, thankfully, I got lucky enough that those things paid off because those people are great people. So, uh, like I said, I take that stuff seriously, and my whole goal here is to help get as many people started on this journey as possible. I put a lot of time and energy into making content, and, and uh, you know, sometimes my sleep is sacrificed, sometimes time with friends or family is, is sacrificed, but it, it is important for me to do this. This is something that is very important for me. And, uh, you know, listen, I'm just thankful that you, that there's, you know, people out there, whether it's a lot of people or a little bit of people, whether it's one person, if I've helped you or the th- content that I've helped you, the content that I've made that has helped you at all, dude, it's so, it feels so good because I feel like in life we all have things that we're passionate about and this is something that I'm very passionate about and this is something that I found, you know, like, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. I'm not trying to like I don't know. I feel like I'm like, now I'm just tooting my own horn. (laughs) I'm just trying to say, I take it seriously. I'm not going to talk about someone on here. I'm not going to have someone on uh, on as a guest that I don't, um, you know, trust or, or, or believe in or validate or put my stamp of approval on. So I don't think I'm just like putting them on here because he's got a bunch of followers. That's bullshit to me. You know what I mean? Like I could care less. I could care less. I, I genuinely could care less about that. So, uh, anyway, just something very important because I saw so many comments about it. I figured I would, I would address that and, and talk about that in, in such detail because uh, yeah, I feel like this is my true purpose. Uh, this has given me purpose. Obviously, outside of my my family, my family is you know being a dad. That's and, and a husband. That is my my whole pet like purpose in life. Uh, but but outside of that, this is really like I'm passionate about this shit. I love hearing when people get started or they they're down five pounds because they watched my video like six months ago and now they're starting. Dude, that hypes me up. And it's a selfish thing, honestly, if you think about it this way, it's actually selfish because when I read that, it makes me go harder at the gym. It helps me stick to my macros. It helps me stick to my plan and my own weight loss. So it's it's all recyclable. And uh and that's it. Okay. <laughs> Wow. Wow. That took a turn there at the end, huh? I did not see that coming. I almost started crying. I don't even know why. I'm just so, so passionate about this, I guess. The passion's just oozing out of my tears. 
Um, I didn't do an ad this podcast because I felt like it was a little bit more of just like us talking and I didn't want to put that in there. I obviously have links down below if you you know want to try Ice Age Meals. I got a discount link, a discount code for that. If you want to try uh, BPN, I got a discount code and a discount link for that. My code is Focus for anything that I work with. And that, you know that passion and that that stamp of approval comes with the brands that I work with too. Ice Age Meals and Bear Performance Nutrition are the two brands that I work with. Obviously, I talked a lot about Liquid Death. I mean, they sent me this stuff, right? I'm, they're not paying me. I mean, they sent me free stuff, which is always cool. But if this was trash, I would tell you it's trash. It's freaking delicious. <laughs> and I know my wife is going to drink all of them because she loves mangoes. And that mm, pisses me off because <laughs> it is so good. So thank you again to Liquid Death for sending this to me. You didn't have to do that. And I appreciate you so much. Wow, my throat hurts. I was going to give him one more liquid death. Can't do it. If I do that, I feel like my throat's just going to rip in half. Okay. Um, This is way longer than I thought it was going to be. I thought this was going to be a 25-minute episode. And I always do that, right? I always say, no, this is going to be a short one. And then here we are, (laughs) like almost an hour in, and I'm still flapping my gums. Okay. So you finally made it. It is the very end, and this is where we talk about, oh, I'm going to sneeze. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Whew. Wow. (laughs) The familiar phrase. You made it all the way to the end. Now you're getting the familiar phrase. This is the phrase that you're going to put in the comments. You're going to send it through DM. You're going to leave it as a review on Apple Podcasts. Please do that. I should be talking about that more. Leave a review for this podcast if you've made it to the end. Hey, hey, if you've made it to the end, you know. We're like cool, right? Like I if you've made it to the end and you've you've been using the familiar phrase, I basically know your name at this point. Like I've memorized it, right? Because there's not many. So I've memorized your name. Can you help your boy out? Pop over to Spotify, pop over to Apple Podcasts, leave a review. You know? Yeah, go ahead and give me five stars. You know what I mean? This is a five star podcast. Let's be real. This is a five-star experience. I'm going to need those reviews to come in. Okay? Thank you so much. Now, back to the familiar phrase. The familiar phrase is take action. Take action. I, 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 I really loved what we were talking about earlier. It does not matter if you take things slow. You just have to take action. That's what's important. And that action could be anything It could be so minuscule of an action. It's still an action. And don't discredit yourself if that's the case. Do not discredit yourself. I know it's easy. I know I discredit myself all the live long day. So it's easier said than done, but try not to discredit that. Whether it's big or small, it is still action. So take action. And let me know how you're taking action in the comments. So we'll talk about it next week. How are you taking action? What are you doing? Let's get after it. Thank you so much for listening. Peace. Woo!